Flames shut out the Jackets with Riddick getting his first shutout of the season. This is episode 47 of the Flames Fancast. Welcome. Good evening. It's just uh, a couple hours after the Blue Jackets game, and I think that was our best game of the season by far. A 3 nothing win away on the road. First shutout for Riddick. How are ya? <laughs> How is everybody? And it was just, I would say, it was, an, it was a textbook road game. I mean, we were, we were, we were clinical with our chances. We uh, only gave up 43 shots. <laughs> but our goalie was really good. We're back. And we played well. We're back. We're back, and we're fucking going to kill everybody now. Turning point of the season against fucking, not Columbus, but against Florida. Or, sorry, Nashville. Yeah. Turning point of the season. It's our, it's our, uh, it's, you know, what was that? That Pittsburgh game when we turned it around a couple years ago? Or was it the Montreal game? Well, the Pittsburgh game last year, I'm thinking of, was an absolute shellacking they gave us. So, maybe this is it, everybody. How do you all feel about that? <laughs> I mean, and the good news is, too, this Pacific Division is definitely open for the taking. Um, I mean, Edmonton have kind of crashed back down to earth. Vegas are still strong, but I mean, San Jose, L.A., Arizona, Vancouver, Edmonton, these teams are teams that we should be able to beat in the standings. And I mean, I don't know. My opinion probably changes every podcast to podcast, but honestly, I feel a lot better. One, because we won. Two, because we won two in a row. And it just looks like... That's a streak. <laughs> we, like, like you said, we may have turned a corner. I think it's our biggest streak of the season. Or tied but our it's, biggest it's streak It's about of the, the way we played. Yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed with the way we played. It, it, we never really looked like giving up this game. Or I, You know a lot of games this season you watch and you feel like, oh, they've scored or oh, we've scored, but that's not going to last very long? Yeah, and like the that mm, wasn't there today. It no. was just a game where you felt confident that we were going to see it through to the end. And when we got the second goal, I I felt even better. Well, that's the so and and the Florida I keep saying Florida the Nashville game. Uh, we looked like the worst team in the NHL in the first two periods. The worst. That was a game where I was like, trade everybody, blow it up, fire Peters, do everything. I was that guy. And then somehow we had no business winning that game. Zero business winning that game. And all thanks to Matty Kachuk, best player on the team. I think that was that momentum swing that we really needed. And now we saw tonight. Like they were solid tonight. And I yeah. read somewhere that Columbus is the uh, second youngest team in the NHL. Yeah, they're I didn't young. Know that. Yeah, they're really young. They're really young. Did not know that. Tortorella's got himself in there with the children, as usual. But uh, dude, my waves are way bigger than yours. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna that's, be way louder. I'm gonna have to edit this later. You always are. <clears throat> no, you're usually louder than me. Everybody complains about how loud you are, because <laughs> you are fucking loud. Everybody, everybody does. Everybody. Okay. We got fan mail today. <laughs> they said Tyler needs to leave the show. 
It's just jank. Just me. Just jank. Just, just talking. Me. Everyone just wants to hear me. Yeah. Good yeah. times. Good times. Oh, anyway. um, before we go any further, I just wanted to mention that episode 50 is coming up. And we're going to have a little ticket giveaway for that to celebrate 50 episodes for us. So make sure you keep listening. Uh, stay tuned to our Twitter feed and more deets to come. But it'll be good. And uh, we're looking to give away some tickets to some fans who uh, check out the show just to say thank you. We really appreciate you listening. really generous. And that. yeah, just, just a really way to say thanks and, you know, enjoy a game on us. Uh, I mean, I'm not, they're not going to be the world's greatest seats. But hey, you get to go to a game for free. So they'll be, be they'll be okay. They'll be okay. We'll make it happen, but uh, we have 100 listeners kind of on average-ish, 75 to 100. Probably 80% of that are, are robots, but <laughs> the 20 of you that listen often, fantastic people, sound like Trump, uh, we'll, we'll, um, you guys are probably going to have like <laughs> first go at this because you guys will know about it, uh, but yeah, we will tweet it out and hopefully someone enjoys their free game but i mean just wanted to say a huge thank you so much i mean you're the reason why we do this and it i know it i i've said it before it really enriches our flames experience uh the fact that we can do this and have people listen and you know the positive feedback that comes in from you guys or any feedback really i like it's appreciated and we love interacting with you and it's just a great way to get to know other Flames fans. So we, thanks we a lot. We didn't think we'd last more than three episodes. So the fact that we're at 47 is pretty crazy. And three seasons, right? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, this is our, is this our third? <sighs> I gotta get my life yeah, together. This is our it's third. been three years that we've been doing this. <laughs> and yeah. I can go into it in, deep, in depth here. but What happened? Did, did, <laughs> did it stop? <laughs> no. It's fine. It's it's going. Just so, just a bit of context. Jenk and I watch the audio as we talk into it, and yeah. it's it's just kind of just a couple of hacks trying to figure it out. Just right? stopped. So I mean, our set. Why? What's that buzzing noise? That's from the that's from the the PlayStation. Oh, okay. All right. So tonight's game. Anything else on that? I mean, no. it was just good. It Dude, was solid. solid. I hope we carry that into tomorrow. Although Talbot's in net, and I'm that's a little fine. leery on that. R- Riddick, 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 Riddick is we. We said it here first. We will take complete credit for Riddick's rise to stardom as a bona fide number one. Yeah. We said since the beginning of the season, you cannot win a cup or do anything in the playoffs without a bona fide number one. No more 1A, 1B bullshit. We've had that for five, six years now. We finally gave this guy, this is it. Here you go. This is your chance. They clearly had this conversation before the season started because the guys only missed, what, two games? So, awesome job by Riddick. Deserved shutout. Lots of shots today. Yeah. Looked great. He, I think he's played well all season. And, he's and Frank, been our best player of, so far this yeah. year. And straight up against Nashville, those goals, I, I can't fault him for it. Those things were top shelf. Those two shorthanded goals yeah. were pure top shelf, odd man rush. The hell is he going to do about that? You can't, you can't fault the guy for it. He knows that too. The guy is good. And he's shaking off any type of fucking goal. You know, he still plays solid. That Nashville game was a game uh, where guys can just get sucked into um, basically any, like, basically just to give up, right? Like, the, everybody was demoralized except for maybe two players on the, on the, on the ice, Riddick and Kachuk. Johnny's not showing up. You know, Monaghan was invisible. And and Frolik and these guys just did not 
it's a poisonous atmosphere when you're kind of stuck in that rut. Sulky. Sulky, just couldn't give a shit. And half-assed into the 50-50s, uh, half-assed to the boards, fuck. You know, you get demoralized as a fan watching that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like I did. When that I, fourth goal went in, I was like, I can't. I can't, can't I do was, this anymore. I was flashbacking so hard. Colorado's ruined me. <laughs> Colorado's ruined me. You're going to have to get over that. I wake I, I fall asleep and I see Nathan McKinnon is lightning. It terrifies me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to get over it if the Flames win. That's how I do it. Yeah. You know? no, they, Easy therapy great. right there. So let's not get ahead of ourselves, but I think, I really do think that this, that third period in the overtime, Kachuk's wonder goal, goal of the season, probably hands down, we're biased, but... I just want to mention, I've been watching a lot of away feeds lately, and the way the away commentators talk about it Because us, you have an AHL subscription, right? Yes. Okay. Just so that we're clear. Exactly. I watch that, and... Um, And it's not like your typical away feed. It's like the Carolina guys and the Nashville guys. And they're very complimentary of the Flames. They're looking at this team and saying all aspects of it are dangerous. Probably depends Uh, on the feed, though. I remember one of them talking about the power play, saying they've got everything. They can cycle the puck. They can have a one-timer. They've got someone in front of the net. They've got the skill down in front and on the half boards. They were talking about it like it was, you know, the the prototype of an NHL power play that you'd want. But I, as a Flames fan, I, I find it difficult to 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 speak with so highly of them so so frequently all the time. But I mean, I guess it's a it's a good thing that other teams are seeing us in that light and looking at us like we're a really tough win. We're a tough team to play against, and we have a lot of well-oiled parts, a lot of talented players, and can come at you from a lot of different angles. I mean, are we just, as fans, or perhaps as us, are we overly critical of the team? Absolutely. I, I mean, sure I, I know from my front, it's a lot of emotion that goes into it, too. For right? sure we are. We Like, dude. If we listen to some of the episodes that we had, like we were doomsday at some point here. So it's always we're, doomsday. We're, well, it's either doomsday or a parade, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like you, the you bipolar make a, fan. Sure. You make that comeback against Nashville and uh, you, you win on like a crazy goal like that. You think, okay, everything's so much better again, right? That it was only ten minutes prior to all that that we were thinking this is this team sucks, or twenty minutes or whatever. Um, but yeah, it is good to hear that away um, media is not overly critical of us. Although I think it's a little biased because you probably didn't watch the Anaheim feed or the LA feed because those guys are jackasses with us. Yeah, like, I think they're real pricks. It does. It does yeah. depend who you play. So but I mean, their teams are also shit. So yeah, like I think I, I, I can't the... look at Hampus Lindholm and think, oh, I'd rather have Rasmus Anderson all day. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, Hampus Lindholm. Yeah. Look at this guy. Oh, Cam Fowler. Yeah, your so D good. sucks. Your team's awful. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you're they're talking about Richard Raquel or whatever the hell his name is. Like he's a bona fide superstar. Take a hike. Get I think lost. there's like a bit of a John Gibson is good though. John Gibson John is Gibson, he's he, solid. He's amazing, but yeah. like, I mean LA, I 
But LA's got a thing for us because of it's it's obviously amplified with the Kachuk Dowdy thing. It wouldn't have been this bad uh, without that. Like I remember, what was it four years ago? I think Hartley was our coach. We needed to beat the Kings in the last game of the season to make the playoffs. Like even then, like we had like fucking Wesley Crusher like tweeting about us, like all bitter about how the Flames. I think we knocked them out or whatever. I don't remember yeah, what yeah. year it I know, was. I know yeah. that it was the second last game of the season. Yeah. And we beat them away, I think. Yeah, it was something like that. And, and our win Wesley knocked out the Kings it. and we clinched because of that win. Yeah. And Johnny had a good game. Yeah. Really good game. And it just it looked like the passing of a torch where L.A., the Flames were on their ascendancy and L.A. was on their descendancy. And perhaps it's, you know, come back a bit to the middle for both of those teams. Now, L.A. are still going to decline for a while, but... You know, I don't think the Flames, and and even for that measure, if you compare us to the Eastern Conference winners, Tampa, we're not we're not going to repeat as conference winners. I don't think. No, definitely not. Um, but at the same time, oh when every you know sports analyst was absolutely blowing their load all over the Central Division, like they're not as good as they seem to be, and I think like the NHL looks completely wide open this year. Like there was no early favorite that blew out of the gates in either conference. Well, there was I no, never mind, not gonna go there. But there isn't an early favorite and I mean, if we can string some form together here and perhaps use this as the turning point, I really think we can solidify ourselves in a strong position, you know, for the next month or two that sets us up for the new year. And perennially, like looking back at last year after the All Spar break, we weren't the same team. And this year we, we haven't started as strong and haven't had that third period mojo. And I think if we can find something that defines us, that gives us an identity, that gives us a, a, a uni, unifying rallying call uh, going forward, that will be of immense benefit. Um, and whatever that is, like if it's come from these two games, I hope the coaching staff figured it out and they're milking that sucker like crazy. But I, I have issue with like, sorry. Oh, I'm done. Can we, oh, yeah. Go on. You have issue. I have issues. Lots of issues. I said issue, not issues, plural. Well, I'm talking plural. <laughs> but number one issue, I think right now for us, although tonight I think maybe the team is turning around in that respect too, but our offense, our offensive generation is, yeah. I, I wanted miss, to bring right? that up, and I don't know if I'm interrupting your issue talk here. but No, I'm, well, bring it up then. Peter's, because we should talk about it. Peter's juggled one. the lines a little bit. Yeah, but then immediately reverted to I, what we done exactly. And immediately, that, that pisses me off because it actually looked all right in the in the Heritage Classic. Like when I sat there and I was like, okay, you know what? It's about time that our coach like started trying to mix up the lines. Let's see some different type of chemistry that's going on with these players. Everybody's good enough, more or less. Like there's some outliers and whatnot, but we got to get like our stars going here. Johnny has been. Very underwhelming. I'm not going to say he sucks. Obviously, he doesn't suck. Would be such a harsh thing to say. Anyone that says Johnny sucks deserves a slap to the face. He's, he doesn't suck. But Underwhelming is a fair assessment. Underwhelming is probably the nicest but most critical way as well that I can sum up his performance so far. He has been underwhelming. He looks unengaged. He looks... You know, in this first two seasons, he used to skate his ass off and then lift the guy's stick from behind. He right, would pull right. that Datsuk quite often. And he looked a lot slipperier. Yeah, and he just, 
he was yeah, and he just looked hungry, right? Yeah. Now I'm I'm kind of seeing he this looks like scared, he defeated. flails his stick, yeah. like he kind of does that tur- like he spins a little bit when he kind of says like ah, I'm not gonna really go for that. He gets he he's protective of himself, so he he you know he prioritizes avoiding a hit rather than making a play, which okay, I mean, you know, a guy with his size and his skill. I, I can see, I mean, he was pulling that off pretty good for the last few seasons, but this year, for some reason, I think guys have figured out his game. So when they come in physically and he does that spin, he typically now loses the puck when before he wouldn't lose the puck. But, I mean, I agree with what you said, but at the same time, I think Johnny has the intelligence and the capability for sure. to readapt his game, to sure. readjust to, okay, They've figured this part out, but I have so many uh, tools in my locker yeah. that I- I'm going to change up what I do, and I'm going to be more unpredictable. And I don't know if that desire is there on his part. And that's what's perhaps the most frustrating and disappointing part about it, when you see those kind of aloof performances where it's just you know almost going through the motions. And you can see clearly that he's a very talented player, but... Like we're stuck in third gear here, right? And we just there's no accelerating into it, and you know, putting your foot down on the gas and really giving her. But I mean, but but, but we need him to be better. Yeah, and, and I think he's the he's honestly the 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 fuel that keeps that line firing. I'll go out on a limb here. He's probably top five when it comes to IQ of the game. He reads the game. I don't know about that. I, I think he is. Because even when he, you know, when he receives the puck, when he makes some of those passes without even looking, it's because he's thinking three steps ahead. And typically those plays work. Um, because especially if he's playing with guys that are firing all cylinders. Like when Lindholm is playing well or Monaghan's playing well, those passes Lindholm's where he doesn't... has been getting it done. And Lindholm's been getting it done. Monaghan, I got a beef with right Kachuk's now. Kachuk's been getting it done. Kachuk's been our best player. M- Monaghan got the Riddick. monkey off his back tonight. Had a really nice goal. Like, sure. be- and Goudreau got was, an assist on nice. it. Yeah, it, right? and Goudreau, you know what? He... He read the play like like you were saying. He right. was he was aware to what was going on when Corpisal tried to clear it. He cut it off, made the pass, and it right. was one two in. Like, like Goudreau is a, is a cut above when it comes to reading the game and the IQ of the game. He is a cut above. I will argue that with anybody. I he is a cut above. But right now, whatever is ailing him, it's it's holding him back from fully performing to the potential we need him to perform, and. You are a star now. You haven't been a rookie for a while. Like you're an old you're older, you're wiser. You got to adapt. You got to make sure that you're still the star of this team. I'm all good with Kachuk stepping up being the guy that he is. Like Kachuk has that potential, but Kachuk, the reason why he's there is because he comes to every fucking game and he competes. He never ever has an off game. And even when he does have an off game, he does something different to the game. So he'll be like, "You know what?" Every time I get the puck, I lose it. Or every time I take a shot, it's not even hitting the net. So I'm just going to go and just fuck some people up now. I'm going to go do a little hit in the corner. I'm going to take a penalty here. And He does different things, right? When he knows he's not having a good game, he adjusts it and he tries he to do something He does something, something to get himself exactly. back in it, right? Exactly. Whereas Monaghan and Goudreau... Sulk. They, they sulk. They, okay, we can call it sulking. We can call it avoiding, avoiding the responsibility. 
you both, or sorry, Monaghan, you have the fucking A. You you can't not show up to a game. You know, Gio, Gio has been, I think, average, right? Maybe above average some games. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Like, I'm not Anderson has been impressive for me. Like, Gio's been like a 7 out of 10 so far. That's like, that's above average. Right? I think he's been I mean, all right. 5 out of 10 I, I is awful. I get it, but... Right. Anderson... And and Anderson's gotta play with him. Like we gotta just we gotta do what we do with Riddick with Anderson. Just leave him on the top pairing. Brody is not cutting it. He is still giving away the puck cheaply. He is still fucking a step behind everybody. I, I don't know what's going on with him. It's been two seasons now, maybe three. Maybe three. And he is not the guy that we thought he would be uh, as a top liner. He's more than good enough to be the third or second pair guy. Yeah. More than good enough. But I, I we need like, Anderson up there. I think the refinements to his game just haven't come as we'd expect, right? No. And, and the development, I know he, he had a lot of faith within the system and going forward with that. But I think it's time, you know, him and Hamannick are coming up on UFAs. We've got to decide which one we want to keep. I think we have to clear a spot for Valimaki. I think Shillington and Anderson have earned their spots. and. Well, Valimaki would be tricky, right? Because you don't know when how these guys come back after an injury like that. Right, but I mean, I don't think I think if the guy was slated to start in the NHL, for sure, he he definitely has the sure. You know, manage his load, uh, give him give him third line minutes or whatever, but don't don't stick him in the A. I I think yeah, no. I'd I'd rather I'd rather we just say to this guy, you're you're gonna be on our team. We we believe in you and. You know, we're going to give you those NHL minutes so you can get that experience. For sure. And I don't know, like, professional athletes, how much they really need to get up to speed. I agree. I, I Look, I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but I think in a situation like that, you got to ease them in in terms of workload, Sure, but, right? okay. I, I, but it I mean, doesn't change the fact maybe that you're this probably going to let go analogy, one of those guys. But, like, let's say Goudreau had a major injury. Hopefully You're not. not putting him in the A before you put him back in. Or mm. anyone like Backland. Or even Bennett, or anyone no, no. close to like Mangiapane, maybe. But I, I, I look at this and like, if you're looking at Balamaki as your NHL roster player, don't treat him like he's not one. Put him True. into the lineup. And you know, we've we've got this opportunity to shed some salary or perhaps get a return on Brody. Uh, when, when was Balamaki's injury? Uh, in the before training camp, like I think. August, or just like at the beginning of. So he's had surgery. I mean, yeah. He's, he's definitely You could look at mode. perhaps like a March reco- return date, yeah. maybe. I mean, six months at the earliest, but I mean, those ACLs are nasty. Don't, I can the tell only you reason why it. I'm saying this is because he's really young, right? Like, I, I know he's NHL caliber. He's definitely caliber to be top guy for us, but I just, you're right. You know, it's, it's the same thing that I've been ranting about goalies for forever. Like, I think, you our, just approach, I think our approach in keeping these players under wraps for a bit too long has stunted their potential. And yeah, we're looking at, okay, like Jankowski, maybe he just wasn't yeah. ever going to cut it. But like you said, what's the guy? Six, he, four, he's six, kill, five. He's killing me. He's killing me. He's, ah, he's got such a I big body. Even... He never uses it. Like, dude, you have the potential. You have the raw skill. You have the body to be a lot more aggressive. I know it's not your game, but it's time to adapt your game. Like, adapt it. Adapt or or leave. 
that that's what's going to happen. You're going to get dealt. This is a business. Like you're you're not giving us the goods here. Last season, you had a spectacular year. You had what was it, ten or twelve like shorthanded goals? Like he was a beast. It on was the penalty it, no, kill. I don't think it was that many. Maybe or, it was maybe, something. It was pretty high. It was, it was a, a lot. lot. Yeah. But, you know the point is is that he had an outstanding penalty killing year, and he was growing some sort of niche with that. I don't think that was his his plan when he first entered the NHL. Well, guess what, buddy? You're not really killing in the penalty kill now, so time to fucking adjust again. You're clearly versatile enough to adjust your game. You would be better suited to be a bit of a more aggressive power forward with your with your body. So, and you have the hands. We've seen it. You, you scored some beauties last season. Uh, I remember against the Coyotes when he got aggressive on the boards on that penalty kill. He beat two guys to the puck and like stick handles away out of it and scored a nice, nice goal. He's got, you got the fucking talent, dude. Just get in there. Don't fucking, don't pull back. Hit these guys. If they want to fight you, you got Lucic. You got Bennett. Bennett's going to come in too. Oh, Lucic like, tonight just absolutely. Yeah. A guy, a guy that's poked at uh, Riddick. And he just came in and just yeah. smoked him in the face. Well, and that's I don't that's why we got it. him. No, I missed that. But <laughs> but that's but that's what. But hey, this is exactly why we got Lucic. So you know, fucking Jankowski needs to think of that as that's free reign to start getting aggressive. I Try think the out. whole Flames should look at that that way for sure. Johnny especially Johnny and Monahan. If you guys like, okay, you are skilled, top talented players on our team. No questions asked. But the second you guys get roughed up, you go invisible, straight up. Now you got Lucic. Lucic's going to come in there and, and beat the crap out of someone that, that bugs you, all right? Bennett will come in and do the same. I don't want Bennett to do it, but, you know, he, he adjusted his game to do that. In fact, he gets better as he, as he gets all aggressive and starts, you know, trying to fuck people up. So, you know, you got that now. Guys, just fucking get in there. Get dirty. S- start taking some hits. You'll be fine. You guys are tough hockey players. You're fu- we need your talent, though. We can't have you guys disappear. Monahan scored tonight. That's great. Goudreau got an assist. That's great. But you got to come back now. Because the last few games, invisible. Invisible. And it's no fucking coincidence that we've been winning one, losing one. Winning one, losing one. Because you guys need to be more consistent. That's why you're stars. That's why you get the big bucks. The big bucks. Right? So. I mean, speaking of that, consistency. Looking at our, our season so far, October and this little bit of November, uh, holistically, I think we've been grossly inconsistent. Well, we've been consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yes. It's true. Well said. But Win one, lose one, <sighs> win one, lose one. I don't know. I mean, just as a fan... The frustrations that that brings, and I I remember a specific quote, and there were a number of people who had reactions to the overtime win against Nashville, especially because of Kachuk's winner. I mean, absolutely fantastic, and goal I mean that year. that kind of sent goal of the year. you know shock waves and notifications through the league. But you know, someone said, uh, and a fan just talking to fans about it, it was like, well. What do we know now that we know that they can do it? So he's like, the expectations are higher, right? The bar has been raised. That was an interesting take on that because 
most fans were just like, yeah, man, it was absolutely amazing. But, uh, you know, one of the people I talked to was like, well, now we know they can do it. So game in, game out, would they better perform? Which speaks to our consistency, which just quite isn't there. And I mean, if I have to pinpoint that, I think there's something going on. Uh, I don't know. It's not like a grand sweeping conclusion, but I mean, like we were just talking about Monahan and Goudreau, the mental side of the game for them, the improvement of that aspect of their game. Like you, like you paralleled them with Kachuk and talking about his ability to come mentally prepared to every game. And if something's not going his way, he does something else to keep himself focused in the game. Whereas Johnny and Monty, you know, they get a little hit here and there, a slash or a, or a hook or whatever. They get roughed up, and it seems like that's taken them out of the game. They're almost invisible. That stems back to that Colorado series because that wasn't really prevalent until then, where the, in those five games, when they were under that microscope, that's all we saw when Sam Bennett had the most points for the team. And I don't know if that's right, but he was definitely close to the top. We just watched Goudreau go invisible. It seems like that's carried over somehow. And I mean, how do we eradicate that component mentally from our game? Because I, I, I look at it as a high standard because these guys are professional athletes. You're earning $7 million a year. I'm expecting you to perform, right? You know, if you're, if you're buying a Ferrari, you expect it to do what you paid for. Yeah. Which is maybe an unfair because a Ferrari is a machine and these guys are humans. But I mean, it's a serious problem if what we see with not being able to mentally adapt and mentally focus to the game because of some adversity coming your way, if we can't do that, my goodness. But, but I, think, I think the effort is number one, right? Like, if you just keep trying, I think that adversity now becomes solvable. Like, if you, if Johnny, let's, so for example, he got hit. And and it looked almost it looked pretty innocent. Like I don't think the Nashville player was trying to hurt the guy. I think it was just bad timing with both of them on the boards. But Johnny like got off really slow. Thankfully he came back. But he kinda like I don't know. If you're playing poor or if you're faced with a tough situation in a game and you're facing this adversity, the only thing you can do is keep trying. Absolutely. Right? So it may not work. It may not be, you know, the right avenue uh, at the time. But you have to keep trying because something will turn. You got to keep showing up, right? You may not have all the answers. You may not know what you need to do in your game in the next five minutes. But you got to get out there and do what you know that you can do and what you know, right? So Johnny is good at carrying the puck, bringing it into the zone, having the odd shot, doing some playmake. He needs to just get more engaged again. I think he kind of just gets disinterested and just stops showing up. Yeah. And but he's that's not, a, that's I mean, a problem. But this is not a Johnny Goudreau problem. This is a problem for a lot of players that, you know, are, are a little bit smaller in size, but with all the skill. You okay. Know, this happens. Let me ask you this Does it distress you or bother you or perhaps even just make you think that our best player? is nowhere near an A or a C on his jersey. No, I, I, don't, I don't care about that. 
Dude, Todd Simpson was our fucking captain, man. Like captains are about that's that's a different era, though. Okay, I mean, but you, you like, look at I mean, you look at it now, and it's like no, the, the best, best players player, on the team they get the A and the C, right? My, no, McDavid not really. was captain when he was nineteen. Yeah, but McDavid is a he's a he's a generation. Sure, talent. but like Barkov and Huberdo, they're all assistants and captains and things like that. Maybe they're great leaders. I don't know. I don't really. But I mean, care about that, Kachuk's got an A. He's young. Yeah, but Kachuk's got an A because he shows up every game, man. That's that's I think that's part of my I know, point. But, but does it distress you that I, your I supposed think, best player so I don't is nowhere know. like and he's nowhere close to that. He's nowhere close to getting an A or a C. But it doesn't. But that why does that make a difference to you? You know, it just there's just so many, I, I for lack of a better term, like little knocks on Goudreau outside yeah. of his playing ability that, that just when you when you think about them, you just kind of you're like. It's a sigh moment. It's like, oh man, uh, it's a bit like, harsh. I he's think he's such though. a he's such a good player, but yet there are there are some flaws, some significant flaws. That I mean, I'll tell you why. Perhaps I don't, I don't care about that. I, I, perhaps the frustrating bit for me is that some of these things are easily fixable. Right. I I don't think. Uh, your best players have to be captain or assistant captain material. I get Do you that, agree with that? But yeah, but it's it's like way more common than it is not. I, I know, mean, but maybe he would rather not do it, right? He just uh, maybe wants to I come in. I honestly don't think anyone's even asked him. I, I know, but like there are some players that are so good and they just want to come in, play their game, and then go. Right, those guys aren't. That's a problem material. to me if that's your best player on the team. No, that's not a problem to me. For me, it is. Well, look, at, if your best player just wants to show up, play his game, and have no business, look, we in had, like we had a guy like that on our team, on our soccer team. Same thing. What, he wasn't the best player. He scored the most goals. Which guy? I'm not gonna say his name on the fucking podcast. I don't. You know I don't remember our fucking striker. He'd be banging like 20 goals a year, but he was not captain material. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Don't say his name, but like I'm just saying that like there are certain guy? guys. Yeah, the guy okay, that yeah, lives yeah, across yeah, from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying that like some guys just yeah, want to. Yeah, but I mean, in. okay, the difference is he's not on a professional team. Okay, but dude, okay, that's Kawhi a, Leonard. That's completely Kawhi Leonard, different. Kawhi Leonard is not captain material, but he was he was the most instrumental part of the Raptors' run for winning that title. But he's he's like the most quiet guy. He just leads do, by do example. Do they even have captains in basketball? No, I'm just saying. Basketball like, is not even a sport. It doesn't not, matter. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you then. It's not like Gio is our best player. He's a captain though, right? Because Yeah, he, but Gio is one of our best players. Look, Gio, wait a second. Be, Hold you're, on. You're Gio worse. won the Norris last year. I'm not. Okay, but I'm saying, okay, is Gio better than Johnny? I mean, they play two different positions. It's okay, like saying, is, is Kiprasov better than Nagin? Who's more important to the team to you? Gio well, I mean, what are you talking? If you're looking at it from a long-term perspective, Gio's 36 and Johnny's 25 or 24, whatever. Obviously, you Dude, keep your, Johnny, your right? Your best player does not need to be. So, okay, I agree. Okay, yes, the best players lately are captains or assistants or whatever, but it, clearly it doesn't your, bother your you. Best, no, it doesn't because if I'm fucking running a team and my, one of my players who's a stud comes in, just fucking scores goals, gets assists, and goes home, I'm, yeah, you know what? He doesn't want to be fucking captain. He doesn't want all that shit. He just wants to come in and do his thing and go, right? I'm okay with players like that. You can have the best players doing that, right? Like, Steve Iserman was probably not 
the best player on that Detroit team. They had Fedorov. But, they had but, Lidstrom, but I they mean, had, yeah, like, Lidstrom's still an A. I know, Fedorov's still an A. Fedorov wasn't an A. He, well, maybe he wasn't, but I mean, Eisenman's no slouch. A, Pavel Bure was not a fucking captain. Sure, but I mean, these he guys aren't he like... He 50 fucking goals. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just saying that like it but doesn't matter. that's also a different time in the NHL. You've got a different era where these European, especially Russian players, didn't have that kind of clout, okay, perhaps Don as Cherry. they do now. Jesus. I'm not. I'm not saying anything against European players, but it was just a. <laughs> yeah. It was just a thing on the time, right? I don't know, man. I I don't. I personally don't really care about the captain thing. Yeah, if like Lidstrom was. Lidstrom was the first uh, non North American captain to win the Stanley Cup, and he was a great captain. Right. Like, but like you know these Fedorovs and those Burays, they're kind of like the same mold as Johnny's, right? Well, there you go. But I mean, they're on teams like Detroit. Detroit's setup in the era that they were in was built. To support these players. And, you know. Are you going to listen to Johnny or Gio in the dressing room? Gio, obviously. Are you going to listen to Kachuk or Johnny in the dressing room? Johnny doesn't have what it takes to be leader. I get that. He doesn't have anything that it takes. Well, we don't know that, but it's obvious. I guess my main point is that I wish that he did. Yeah, but you can't have everything, man. Why not? No. I want it all. Not not in this case. Yeah. If if anything. Now, granted, we don't see what happens in the dressing room. Right, but I don't. Monahan doesn't necessarily strike me as a um, a type player. Yeah, like apparently it was Backlund that had some talk of that second intermission. Wes Gilbertson well, said Backlund's an A, and Backlund's an A. But I would see Backlund more of a leader than a Monahan. But I think case. you had to give it to someone on that first line. Right. No, I. I guess. I mean, do you really have to? I think I think it has you can like Lindholm has been our best goal scorer. Why doesn't he get it then? I it's not about Lindholm or Monahan, it's about Johnny. <laughs> I know, but I I'm just like, saying that Johnny Monahan, is the offensive spark plug, the catalyst of this yeah, team. Yeah, but he doesn't have to be a good leader to be a good player. And he doesn't have to be But you know what? He was fan, he had almost the good player bit isn't year. there right now. Okay, but he's a good player. Okay, sure, he's a, a le- good player. Okay, but so in, instill leadership qualities in him. You think he's going to be better now? I just want to. I want to maximize our assets, and I think that maybe, perhaps, there's some room for improvement there. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I love the I, guy. I agree with that. I'm glad he's a flame. Me too. But there's just. I just want to see improvement year on year we, on year. We need him more engaged in every game. Yes. And he and needs to just, he needs to take Kachuk you as know, an example. It, it rubs me, it rubs me, what you said about a guy who just shows up, does his thing, and then goes home. I, like, you're absolutely right about Johnny, but I don't want it to be that way. I want him to actually think about what can I do better for next game, or why did this game well, go I'm this sure way? Well, sure he does or, that. Okay, but perhaps on a more serious level. Sure. And I, honestly, you're right. We have no idea what he thinks. But just from the evidence and what's going forward, I'm not always sure it happens. All, all we know, all we could see right now is that just there's... 100 points. There's Okay, yeah. If you, get you get 100, 100 points, points, I'll shut up. 200 yeah. points, oh my God. I said 100, I didn't oh, say you 200. You said you get 200, no, I get it. Yeah, get 200. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. 200 but points is impossible. If there's anybody that you need to take an example from mentally and just in terms of character... Kachuk is the guy. Gio is the guy. And honestly, like, again, we're being a little harsh because, you know, Johnny is our star. I'm sure he's going to turn around and we're going to eat our words in a couple weeks. But, you know, 
he does need to step it up, though. I think we both agree there. Yeah. Like, he's been And I like, you know what, ultimately what I want, and just, like, the whole summer thing with the, the I know we've discussed it before, the <laughs> oh, Phillies hat. Phillies hat. Like, there's Christ. just, like I said, there's just so many little things about Johnny where, like, oh, man, oh, man. Oh man, like ah, no. oh, only you, oh. were saying that, not me. And it's just, it's hitting me. It's and I'm like, ultimately, all I want from this guy is for you to sign another contract and for to be a flame, and for you and Monahan to win a Stanley Cup, and then I can just, I, I'm happy. I can die a happy man. <laughs> but as everyone could tell, Tyler's really hinging on the flame success for his, <laughs> for, for absolution of his life. I'm all in. <laughs> Wow. I need the flames to win the oh cup. Boy. But uh this guy on watch here soon. Yeah, I I mean I just it's just that fan bit about me, you know? I I'm I'm no pundit, res- I'm no analyst, it. I'm a fan. I respect it. I'm just you know, like at some point let's dial back the realism here. You know, he's still human. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he he'll step it up. Like I'm sure he will. He just I, needs I mean, a couple games where he gets like a couple points. You've seen you've seen so many things from him, right? Yeah, and you you just you want those flashes of brilliance back, uh, but I just I just want I want him to be the player he can be. Yeah, more regularly, more regularly, and, and we, I, we get like, a goal, man. Like the drought is killing me here. And just to to plow ahead here, like we we definitely need our offense to get better. Tonight looked good. Let's keep pushing that offense because we need our secondary guys scoring. We need. The primary guys definitely need to start scoring more. Um, and then our team will be in good shape. Again, I think we just need to move Brody off that top line. Yeah, I agree. I, we need I to think just you need give to give Anderson, Anderson that, that spot. Yeah, just give it to him. And you know what? Maybe <sighs> Brody would be a good kind of mentor for Shillington because he's kind of been... I'd like to see like Hannafin get some power play time too. Yeah, I mean, give agreed. the guy the opportunity if we want him to burgeon into that defenseman. Uh, agreed. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, again... I'm not confident that a lot of juggling is going to happen because we changed the we changed the lines for about 45 yeah, seconds that, that and then we put them back. You but. know, Peters, just come on, man, just stick, be consistent with that. Like, I, I what's what's the downside? You know, we played pretty good in that in that Winter Classic or whatever you want. Yeah, to call it. I mean, since our last show, we had the Heritage Classic, and Heritage I mean, Classic. It was um, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I mean, the conditions were crazy, and Worst I, I, I wonder what ever. kind of glue they use for those toques on the go- goalie helmets, yeah. because th- there's no way they just put those on. Like those things are concreted in there; they're cemented on. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that was. People were like, "Oh, it's for heat." It's like I, I it's gotta, not for heat. You know what? Though I gotta say, like the presentation that. And the uh, production of that shit is just fucking bush league. You, you didn't like the no man the concerts. The music, the music was so bad, guys. It was so bad. Like if I want to listen to shit music, I'll just turn on the radio here. Like I, that you know was what so I like bad. though. Like the, the absolutely cheesy humor was like uh, Calgary and Winnipeg geographically, and there was Regina, and there was some song. It's like stuck in the middle. Yeah, the fuck is stupid. <laughs> that was pretty like, funny. No, no, it was dumb. It was so dumb, guys. You know this like hometown hockey, like these 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 classics, like they make it so lame. It's so fucking lame. 
Like this music is garbage. Just get the guys out and start playing the fucking game. We we waited what 35 40 and they missed the fucking flyover with the Jets. Yeah, the cameraman was like, "Where?" He had one fucking There was some job. guy who filmed it on his cell phone better. He just pointed Yeah, it, exactly. Just point <laughs> that camera at the sky. I think you'll get him, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like the only thing you and I were like looking forward to for the pregame thing. Otherwise, the music was garbage. Like these these Bands are awful. Like just, I know they're trying, and it's just, it's just painful to watch. And maybe it's just a music taste thing. Well, I don't think we'll have another one for a while, so you're good. Yeah, like I just can't stand it. The hometown hockey thing can't stand it. Although, but it's you know what we really will good. have soon? What? An all-star game because we'll new arena. We're sorry. What? I'm just totally off topic. We're gonna have an all-star game soon because of the new arena. Okay, but it's gonna take like how long for four our- years, five years? <sighs> You know, the fucked up thing is, like, I'll be, like, 40 by then. So, like, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. And on that note, I think, <clears throat> I think that's it. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Again, thank you so much for listening, for bearing with us. Um, and watch our Twitter. Yeah, and please, share your opinions with us. Share your questions, anything you'd want us to discuss. We're more than happy to do that. We'd love to hear what you think on any of the things that we talk about, or we'd love to chat about what you're thinking about. Uh, interact with us let us know watch that feed because we're going to have that ticket giveaway for episode 50 so check that out and listen to future episodes to get more details on that again we really appreciate you listening have yourselves a fantastic evening and whenever you listen to this have a great day enjoy take care bye-bye